So today we're talking to Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello. Michael is a software developer working on CLJ Condo, and we will try to focus the discussion today on this topic. So Michael, why did you create CLJ Condo? Yeah, well, I was actually uh, using Joker for, for a few years, and Joker is a linter for closure. It's also a scripting uh, environment for closure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was very uh, satisfied with it, and I'm still satisfied with it. Uh, but there were a few uh, features that I was missing personally from uh, from it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I have looked at contributing to Joker, but it, it's written in Go, and I'm not very proficient in Go. Uh, so I, after trying a few times, I basically gave up on it. And then I thought, well, maybe I can write my own linter for these problems that I want to uh, detect. So one, one thing was, um, if you define a function, uh, and you define a var within this function, that is not like idiomatic closure, uh, Mm but it can sometimes be useful to capture the input of the function and and uh, inspect it in, in your REPL, right? So that's mm-hmm. how I sometimes do it, only temporar- temporarily. Um, but I wanted to have a linter that tells me like, oh, here you forgot to remove this temporary var that you used for debugging. Uh, so that was actually the first feature that I included in CLJ Condo. So I wanted to clean up basically a few things that I uh, only put in there temporarily. So I called the first feature inline dev. And um, the second thing I came up with was uh, detecting redundant uh, do's and let's. So if you mm-hmm. wrap two do's in each other, the, the, the inner do is uh, redundant, right? So it doesn't do anything. And also with lets, if you have two lets nested in each other, uh, that doesn't do anything. So you can just unwrap the the inner let and put all the bindings of the the inner let in the outer let. So yeah, I mean, that is not very essential to if your code works or not, but it looks a bit cleaner. So so the first idea was to tidy up your code a, a little bit, or at least my code. And uh, that's also where the name comes from. Uh, so the, it's named after uh, Marie Kondo, which is like this um, this uh, tidying guru, I would call. So you can uh, you can ask her for advice uh, about tidying your your house, actually. So CLJ Kondo is built for tidying up your closure code. All right. Um, uh, if you want to know more, there is like uh, episodes on Netflix about this. Uh, okay. Uh, but I'm not personally applying this philosophy in every area of my life, uh, but uh, I thought it was a fun name. So that's why I All call right. it like this. So these these were the three first things and it was very minor. Uh, so I released it as version uh, 0.0.1 and... Uh, Mm-hmm. Well, a few people uh, thought it was useful, and I found it useful. I uh, and well, inspired by Joker, I wanted it to be fast, so I wanted it to be to run as a native uh, binary, 
with very fast startup time. So I can use it in uh, Emacs and have fast feed feedback or, or lint multiple files and then see very fast uh, where things are that I should tidy up. Mm -hmm. So that was one requirement. And first I started looking into uh, tools.analyzer to analyze my code, but uh, it turned out uh, that didn't work with uh, GraalVM. And GraalVM is the tool that I use to compile closure code to, uh, to native code. So I wanted to build this, this tool in closure and not in Go. So then I tried uh, a library called Rewrite CLJ. This basically uh, analyzes your or uh, parses your code, but doesn't do anything clever with it. So it doesn't try to resolve anything, or uh, it doesn't try to expand any macros. So it's not dependent on your uh, runtime on your JVM or Closure Script uh, runtime. So that worked well. And uh, so that worked well for the three first things I included. And then, uh, I, yeah, I took it from there and it worked uh, well so far. Okay. Are there any other differences between CLJ Condo and other linters, apart from the ones you mentioned that you couldn't solve in Joker? Yes. Um, Joker, as far as I know, I could be wrong. Uh, only lints one file at a time, um, and it doesn't see any connections between these files. And one thing that I was also missing from uh, Joker was if I define a function in namespace uh, A and I use it in namespace B with the wrong arity, I want to have an error uh, from my linter. And Joker was only able to do this if the function, the function uh, defined and the function used uh, were in the same namespace or in the same file rather. And mm -hmm. uh, that's where I uh, got the idea from the next feature. I think that was the fourth thing I, I included in CLG Condo was arity errors like Joker, but then uh, over your entire project. So uh, mm -hmm. so what CLG Condo does, it collects information about all your functions and uh, either keeps it in memory while linting or when you're linting only a single file from your editor, it, co uh, it fetches this information from the cache. So uh, you, can, you can ask CLG Condo to, to keep a cache with information about about all the files that you linted so far. And uh, so it's able to see all these connections between uh, files or, or namespaces. Mm -hmm. So that's where it differs from Joker. So uh, are there any other like features that are worth to mention when we talk about CLJ Condo? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it has... Um, I, I try to be as complete as possible uh, compared to other linters. So uh, it can do uh, arity errors, but it um, it can also detect uh, arity errors when you call static Java methods of build, uh, of, mm -hmm. the, of the Java uh, known uh, packages that that are uh, in closure by default. Mm -hmm. 
It can also detect uh, if you define a function using let, so you say let a and then an anonymous function, you call this function with the wrong RT, it uh, can also detect that. And also mm -hmm. uh, using when you use let fun, let fn, or recur recursive calls. So um, it can detect uh, private and deprecated far usage. So some, uh, right now there is, uh, I don't know if it's a bug or a, or a design choice, but if you use private functions from ClojureScript core, you don't get a warning from the compiler. And, uh, but you do, you do get a warning from Sail Diacondo. So, um, and also for deprecated vars, you get, an, get a warning. Um, there are things like if you require a namespace like closure string, but you never use this namespace anywhere in your file, you get a warning that, that you can clean it up. Or, and the same is for uh, if you refer fars from a namespace like closure string and then refer uh, starts with and ends with, but you're never using ends with anywhere. Sildiacondo tells you, well, you can also clean this up if you want. Um, same for if you don't use all your function arguments or let bindings. Or other, or other bindings, like if you destructure key uh, keywords from a uh, map and you mm -hmm. don't use all these keys, Sales Diaconda will tell you, well, you, you're not using this. You can maybe uh, clean it up. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are some things like uh, if you write a test using closure test and you say dev test and then you don't use a... Uh, the the is macro but you uh, uh then in some cases so it sales account can tell you that you're missing in an assertion so that that's what happens to me sometimes that i write this like the equals sign and then some value and then some then some uh test and but this test isn't doing anything basically because you forgot the yes the is macro so yeah, there are a couple of things like uh, Stuart Shera. He wrote a blog post called How to NS. And mm -hmm. there are some things like, well, don't use use and, or don't use refer all. Always mm -hmm. uh, like always use an alias or refer, but not refer all. And um, Sildiacondo can tell you uh, how you can replace your usage of use and refer all with all the vars that you used in your namespace. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So you can use it as like clean it up according to these rules that Stuart Shera has in his, in his mm -hmm. blog post. And well, yeah, I think I mentioned most of the things that Sale Condo can do. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you, you mentioned a lot closure, 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 but that also works on closure script code and probably the CLJC code, right? That's true, yeah. So CLJ uh, Condo is just a binary and you can feed it any closure code that you like. And it doesn't depend on any runtime uh, state that you have in your REPL or in your... It doesn't connect to any other thing. So it's a standalone thing. And you can feed it closure script code or CLJC code and it just 
tries to make sense of it using uh, a static analysis. So yeah, that makes it pretty simple to use. Uh, but the downside of static analysis is maybe that it cannot fetch all the weird things that you're doing with uh, macros or very dynamic uh, when you're defining functions in a very dynamic way. It doesn't know. Uh, but I try to uh, support the macros that are um, used like a lot in the community. So right now, CLJ Condo supports uh, a lot of things that are built in uh, schema, schema.core. So you have like a Devon macro uh, that you can include schemas in the function uh, signature. And mm-hmm. uh, Condo recognizes those. It doesn't do anything uh, with it right now. Like you don't, you don't get a warning if your schema, uh, the argument does not conform to this schema, but, but it does understand the notation of this macro. So you don't, so it just lints it as if you're using the normal Devon. Um, the thing I'm, I'm working on right now is uh, import vars. So there is this library Potemkin. I'm not sure if I pronounce it, it correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's made by Zach Telman and uh, it's used a lot in the community. So you can basically say, uh, I have a few of these public namespaces with a lot of useful uh, public functions in it, but I want to create one API namespace where I uh, gather all these vars and uh, users only have to include or require this one API namespace to get access to all these, these core functions. And this is what import vars does. It's a macro. And uh, in the next version of CLJ Condo, uh, uh, the linter understands this macro and then knows that if you are using a function from the from the proxy namespace uh, that you're actually using a var from somewhere else. Mm. So, okay. so I try to to implement like the semantics of the most widely used macros. So, uh, yeah, so you get even better results with the, with the linter. Mm. Um, so, how would you how would you go about setting up CLJ Condo? Yeah. Um, so for projects, um, so for a single file, it's just, uh, you just say CLD condo and then lint and then the name of the file and then that, that works. Uh, maybe I should start but it. I would have to, right. You have to install this somehow. Right. right. Installation. Yeah. That's good. Good, uh, point to start. Um, so you can install CLJ condo in several ways. The most, uh, basic way is to just download a binary from GitHub. So if you go to mm-hmm. CLJ Condo and then releases on GitHub, uh, for every release, there is a Linux binary and a Mac binary. And after in the next release, there will also be an Uber jar. So you can just mm-hmm. download it and run it. Um, and there is also a Windows binary, but that's not fully supported yet. There are some issues with mm-hmm. it. But uh, that's maybe for the future. So there are, uh, I support right now the macOS platform and the Linux platform, uh, just because Graal VM supports them. So 
So I can support whatever GraalVM supports and Windows support is like uh, very immature, new uh, right now. So it's being worked on. Um, so that's the, the most basic way of installation. And uh, I would say the most common way of installing it is using Brew. So you can mm -hmm. use Brew, install, and then uh, CLJ Condo. But there is a, right. like, I have a repo on GitHub called Brew. So you can do Brew, brew install Borg Dude slash Brew CLJ Condo. Uh, so you okay. can you can see it in the install installation docs in sales Condo. right uh, you can also yeah, just use for everyone yeah sorry yeah just for everyone not familiar with brew it's just like a package manager for mac os yeah, yeah. that's correct and uh, actually brew can also be used on linux it's called brew for linux mm -hmm. or linux brew i'm mm -hmm. not sure right and so it also works for linux uh, there is also an arch linux uh, package uh, which is maintained by uh, someone else. The, the person who is maintaining it is David Harrigan. Thank you, David. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and there is also a Snap version. Snap is like uh, a way to run binaries in a very isolated way, so you don't, so the binary doesn't have uh, the ability to contact the network or the file system unless you say it, unless you mm -hmm. give it permission. And uh, so you can also use CLG kind of via Snap. It's a, it's a Linux uh, package manager. Uh, someone is working right now on a, uh, a Nix OS package. So that's that will also be available in the future. And lastly, there is a uh, installer script. So you can like curl this script and then execute it and then uh, it should also work. So there are several ways to, to install it right now. Something for everyone, I guess, except Windows is a little bit fragile at the moment. Right. Um, so after we install it. Oh, one, um, one thing I forgot is you can also oh, install it using Docker. So okay. uh, maybe that's nice on, on, uh, on Windows if, if it doesn't mm -hmm. work for you. Uh, the other way is you can also run it on the JVM, so you can include CLG Condo as a library and then, or as a uh, command line via Lightning, and then it also works. So you install it, and then if you have it on your system, then you can just say uh, CLG Condo uh, lint, and then a file, uh, mm -hmm. and it gives you warnings about this file, if there are any. Uh, you can also lint standard in, and this this is what I uh, am using in Emacs. So uh, every time I type something, then Emacs sends this uh, buffer to CLG Condo as standard in. Okay. Uh, so uh, the other way you can also lint complete uh, directories. So you just say CLG Condo lint the directory, and then it will search the entire directory for closure files. Uh, and lastly, there, there is the option to lint your entire class path. So you can say lint, and then you uh, produce the class path using your own uh, like build tool. So you can say line class path. So CLJ Condo also understands that. Uh, and this way you will get uh, information about all your dependencies 
and this will be saved in the cache. So whenever you uh, call a library function with the wrong arity, you will also get an error about this. Okay. And are there any extensions for like Atom or VS Code or any other editors? Yes, there are. Um, okay. So maybe about the last uh, topic. So how, one thing that, uh, that you should do if you have a project that you want to lint entirely and save, mm -hmm. save information to the cache, the only thing you have to do right uh, there is uh, create a .saleJcondo directory at the root of your project. And then, okay. and, uh, then salesjconda will automatically create a cache uh, directory there. And every time you edit a file in your, uh, in your project, the new information gets saved to the cache. So this is how uh, salesjconda knows about all the information. In, about all the files in your project. Uh, yeah, so editor integration, that's a nice one. So there is uh, currently, it's a documentation on GitHub uh, for Emacs. So there is one package called FlyCheck CLJ Condo. Uh, mm -hmm. It's totally modeled after FlyCheck, uh, FlyCheck Joker. <laughs> so uh, I have a lot of... Uh, I stole a lot of ideas from Joker, I guess. <laughs> um, shout out to Roman. Right, shout out to Roman. Roman, thank you for the great example. Uh, without uh, without Joker, there would there wouldn't be a sales condo. So <laughs> uh, there is also a SpaceMax uh, documentation, uh, Visual Studio Code, uh, Vim, NeoVim, and IntelliJ. So that's, that's the documentation that there is right now. Right. And I believe this will just support just regular like linter stuff that it will like under underline all of these things that you can correct and it will just give you some messages what's wrong with them. Right. Right. Yeah. So there is, I'm, I, I'm using the same output format as, as Joker. And I mm -hmm. think that format is, is already used by many linters since the seventies. So many tools know this format uh, out of the box and then use it to, to make squiggles in your uh, buffer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is how we would just analyze the code um, and then we would know what's wrong with it. Yeah, true. So maybe, uh, yeah, another thing that you can do is uh, make a configuration for, okay. for sales Econo because out of the box, uh, it does a lot of, uh, it tries to do the right thing, but sometimes uh, maybe you want to turn off a linter because you you don't agree with it, that that can happen. So maybe you want to use, use everywhere or refer all everywhere. So there are options to turn off only that linter. Uh, or you can tweak the level like, oh, if someone uses use, I want to see this as an error instead of a warning. So you can tweak the levels of all the linters. Uh, mm -hmm. You can also uh, say like, um, uh, uh, so if, if you don't use uh, a, a namespace, like close your string, uh, well, maybe I don't want to get a warning because I want to have closed string in all my namespaces without, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to give, get a warning. 
about this one. So you can say in the configuration, like the unused namespace linter, I want to turn it off only for this namespace that I'm using. So there is like a fine, fine grained way of tuning the linters for sales condo. Yeah, so there is also documentation for this. So there is also uh, an option to output the the warnings in JSON or Eden format. So you can, uh, yeah, do your own thing with it if you want. Mm -hmm. There is the option okay. to exclude the output for, for some files if they have like too many warnings or you, you just want to turn it off for one specific file. You can do that. Um, you can uh, turn off some linters in some macros, like uh, some ma some macros uh, do weird things with their with their input, and that that sales icon doesn't understand, and then it comes up with the wrong. Uh, like it says, well, you're you're using this function with the wrong arity, but this is just because the the macro rewrites your use of this function. So you can uh, turn it off only in specific macros, for example. There is also the option to lint some macros as built-in macros. So many there are many macros that, that are uh, like def something, and then you give it a name, like mm -hmm. def schema, for example, in schema.core. Uh, so you can tell uh, SailDiaconda, well, lint this macro as if it is just a regular closure core dev. And then it will understand that once you use it somewhere that you are introducing a new var uh, after after you called it. Mm. Um, so, and some, some uh, macros are like uh, let. So for example, in manifold, there is a let flow macro that you can use for uh, treating divert vars or divert deferred values as normal values uh, in a let macro style. So you, you can say uh, to sales icono lint this def let flow macro as if it is a normal closure core let macro and then it will have better results. That's really a lot. Like I'm, you know, since we started talking, you're like, there is, and there is this, and there is that. And this is very impressive. You just, you said you started with just a couple of functions. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you, the more you talk about it, it's like, oh my God, what else is there, you know? <laughs> so yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, well, it's... So uh, um, how long have you been working on this? Yeah, I've been working on this since uh, the end of March, 2019. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So... Um, Every time I think of something new, uh, yeah, it's a matter of days that, that I uh, have a new version that supports it. And, uh, well, I put a lot of my free time in it. I'm not sure if I can sustain this for, for like uh, years, but uh, maybe, uh, well, the, I think uh, Sales Econo now reached a point that it has a lot of feature parity with other linters. And uh, mm -hmm. so maybe uh, maybe it's time to let the dust settle a bit and see see what's next. But uh, so far, it's been so, a lot of fun. So mm -hmm. yeah. So what are the future ideas, if you will? Yeah. So uh, 
the future ideas. Uh, so one of the principles of um, of sale de condo is to not get in the way uh, when it shouldn't. And uh, mm-hmm. so there are are some some things that that could be improved maybe in that area. Uh, one thing I already did was if some if people are using refer all which you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, then it, but uh, for example, you used refer all with closure set, right? And then okay. you have set difference, but you use difference unqualified somewhere. So before Sales Econda would complain that a difference cannot be resolved, so it's an unresolved uh, value. Uh, but now, uh, I made the linter more intelligent that it actually knows that if you're re- using closure set with refer all and you're using difference somewhere that it comes from closure set. So mm-hmm. so the warning is gone, uh, even though you should not use refer all. So this is one of the principles of sales Econdo to, to have a, like a smooth experience. So this is one of the, one of the, most important principles of sales condo is not get in the way when it shouldn't. So I want to make the linter uh, more intelligent where it can, maybe support more macros that are uh, well established in the closure community and mm-hmm. uh, see what other linters are doing, maybe support that. Uh, but right now I think it supports the most important things that uh, I would uh, like to have in in the linter. Uh, maybe one thing that um, could be done is what I like from Joker and with what is not yet in Sales Econo is that when you're using the function, for example, ink with a string yeah, while you're typing, you already get an error like uh, ink is not supposed to be called with a string. And uh, I guess Sales Econo could also support this. Uh, it just takes some more work to to do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and if I'm using CLG Condo and I would have any issues with it, how should I reach out? What's the channel of communication? Yeah, so there is a Slack channel called CLG Condo on Closurians Slack. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also very active on uh, Twitter. And uh, of course, you can also go to GitHub and just post an issue there if you have a question. Uh, but I prefer the Slack channel for direct communication uh, because it's okay. it's the most quick quick way to help someone get going. Cool. Is there anything else we should discuss? Yeah. So one thing we didn't talk about yet was uh, CLG Condo is also able to export data that it found uh, while linting. So Mm -hmm. it analyzes your file and then it knows where your functions are defined and used uh, and where all your namespaces are defined and used. And Mm -hmm. I figured that this data would come in handy for uh, other types of analysis that people want to be doing maybe. So I made a new feature that this information can be exported to uh, to Jason or Eden, and then other tools can can make cool things from this, like namespace graph or uh, this namespace is not supposed to call that namespace or these types of linters, 
And now you can do this yourself using the, the output that Salesy Condo produces. That, that's pretty cool, I think. And what other, uh, so when you were thinking about this feature exporting for any other analysis, did you have anything else in mind or? Yeah, so the thing I had in mind was there are a couple of issues on uh, on the GitHub repo. Uh, people asking things like, I want to get a warning when a function, a public function doesn't have a doc string. And this might be a little bit controversial uh, because uh, not not every function, may, not everyone agrees that every public function should have a doc string maybe. So mm-hmm. I could either implement this as a linter and then turn it off by default, or I can just give people the data and then they can implement this linter themselves if they want. And I guess you, uh, yeah, you can like make a script that looks at all the public vars and if it has no doc string, print a warning and print mm-hmm. the location uh, and the file name. So it's just maybe you can run the script like once once a day or in CI or something, and then people can do whatever they want with it. So it it's basically more uh, flexibility uh, to help people do the thing they want to do, which is not necessarily uh, the thing that everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there are there any other topics we should talk about? Another linter that is used a lot in the closure community is Eastwood. Uh, I'm not too familiar with it, but uh, basically the difference between Eastwood and uh, Joker and Salesiacondo is that Eastwood uses a running JVM and it evaluates all your macros, so it knows uh, it knows about the, the dynamic stuff you are doing in your code, uh, where Sylvia uh, Kondo and Joker cannot know about this because it's all static analysis. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be that Eastwood finds more things in some areas as the static ones. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, well, it comes at a, a it, it's a trade-off, I guess, because I think Eastwood, uh, because it evaluates so much it's also maybe a bit slower than Salesicondo and Joker. All right, Michael, this was really exciting. I think you built really a lot of stuff in this short time. So uh, thank you so much for this contribution to the community. And we will uh, include any kind of information how people can reach you in the show notes. Uh, so thanks again for being here and um, telling us everything about Condo. Thanks for inviting me. My pleasure. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes or any other platform you're listening to. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it, discuss it on your own podcast, and you can support it directly by buying my video courses and learning ClojureScript and Clojure at my website, jacekshe.com. That's J-A-C-E-K-S-C-H-A-E.com. Thank you for your support of this show.